Hello, baseball fans, and welcome to Sully Baseball Daily, the podcast we talk about baseball 365 days a year, unless it's a leap year, and then we're going to do another one. I've been doing this every single day since October 24th, 2012, and guess what? It's the 17th day of August. 2016, I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. I'm recording this from the Sully Baseball Studio in Palo Alto, California, the birthplace of Dan Petrie, former Detroit Tigers world champion, and Jock Peterson, center fielder for your Los Angeles Dodgers. I mix it up from time to time. It's what I do. I did something today that I don't normally do. I found myself thinking these thoughts. I hope the Yankees win today. Good Lord, why would such a demon possess your pal Sully? Why would I start cheering for the Yankees? Well, because I realized, dear friends, that if two things happened, something really, really cool would be going on here as we are in the second half of August and about to enter September and the stretch run. If the Red Sox had won today, or on, on I, I just let it go that I'm recording this on Tuesday evening. If the Red Sox won, which they did, and if the Yankees won, then you would have had a three-way tie for first place at top of the American League East. Here we are in the second half of August. So basically, you can say just by all definitions that the you know, it would be a virtual tie, but you'd have the Orioles, Toronto Blue Jays, and the Red Sox all even with about a month and a half to go. And you can look at each of those teams and say, look, at, you don't need to have a f- great year. You don't need to put, you know, put together one of your great runs. Put together a month and a half of solid baseball, and you will win the division. And I found myself, when I saw the Red Sox won and the Yankees had a decent-sized lead, I'm like, oh, here we go. Here we go. I thought, well, man, would, would, what would that mean for, you know, if I'm pulling for the Yankees? I said, well, look at Sullivan. Yeah, yeah, they're now above 500. It looks like since they've cleared off a lot of their veteran players, they're probably going to finish above 500 and maybe, just maybe, find themselves on the periphery of a wild card situation. But isn't it more important for the Red Sox to climb into first place? I thought, yeah, and I rationalized that. I rationalized that in my little sully head. And then I looked up. And Pineda, who pitched, you know, five shutout innings, I took a look, and Swarzak, Warren, and Shreve combined for 12 earned runs in a combined one inning pitched. Those three pitchers combined for three outs, and each one of them let up four earned runs. In what is rare when the Yankees' bullpen was their strength, that was before they traded away Andrew Miller and before they traded away, you know, I know, the scumbag known as Aroldis Chapman. Well, it's safe to say they're going to need some bullpen help next year if this is any sign of it. So, uh, Yankee fans, that's on me. I actually found myself rooting for them for selfish reasons, and yet, even though I know that that bullpen collapsed, Hurt the Red Sox? Can I say, part of me chuckled. Part of me chuckled. I guess he can't take it 
too far away. Hey, look it. I've uh, spoken about the Cubs and why I don't want them to win. I've talked about that several times on this podcast. And one of the main reasons is, look it, I am I don't dislike Cubs and the Cubs and their fans. I really don't like Aroldis Chapman. I don't like what he did, and I don't like that our society is basically saying, hey, you know, what's the big deal? As long as he wins, it's okay. And I don't want Cub fans to have the great moment of, hey, our, our, you know, what we've waited for our whole lives has happened, and then to turn around and see the image of it happening be a role as Chapman jumping up and down. I've made that clear. But maybe there's something else to bring up, too. Oh, Cub fans need to be relieved of this and that, and the, the agony of the Cub fan has been well documented. But is there another fan base who needs to have relief? You know, you can look at some, a team like Toronto, the good folks of Toronto haven't won a championship of any kind since Joe Carter's home run. And yes, I know 1993 is a hell of a lot more recent than 1908, as the Cubs have been, and 1945, last time they won the pennant. But if you're a Cub fan, there's a strong chance you're also a Bulls fan, and a strong chance you're also a, a Blackhawks fan, and those teams have gone on to win. Now, Cleveland's suffering over the years has been well-documented, but they're slightly off the hook with the win of the Cleveland Cavaliers. You can say the same thing about the long-suffering fans of Seattle, but wait a minute, they got themselves a Super Bowl win. So that whole team, the city hasn't had a championship since whenever. That was just a few years ago. I know the Pirates haven't won since 1979, haven't seen a World Series since 1979, but Penguin fans won this year, and the Steelers have won this decade. And we've seen what's happened with the Giants and everything. And, you know, the Dodgers haven't won since 1988, but, you know, they Laker fans have seen championships and Kings fans. You know, there are fan bases where you look at the whole picture and you have to wonder, okay, what fan base needs the biggest relief? You know, the Orioles haven't won a World Series since 1983. That was their last pennant. But the Ravens have won recently. You know, I mean, there's these elements I, I bring into, into account. And there is a team that is in first place and running away with it. There is a team who is playing for a fan base that has had very, very little to cheer about for decades, and a baseball tradition of loserdom and non-contention that has been documented on the TV screen and on the Broadway stage. And I can make a case, as I'm going to make now, that the fan base that needs the greatest sense of relief is actually not the Chicago Cub fans, but actually 
the fans of the Washington Nationals. Now, what are you talking about, Sully? You could make the argument the Nationals are the newest franchise. And the last expansion we had was before the 1998 season. The Nationals came to existence at the beginning of the 2005 season. And yet Washington baseball has a tradition going back to the 19th century National League and, of course, the Washington Centers of the American League, which existed in the form of two franchises from 1901 until 1971. And when I say there are two franchises is that the original Senators moved to Minnesota to become the Twins, but the very next year there was an expansion team also called the Senators, and they eventually became the uh, Texas Rangers. Uh, and that has been very strange if you're a Senator fan and all of a sudden your team's gone, but there's another team right there. It's sort of like this weird sort of, you know, AI uh, robot situation going like, are you my son? Are you really? What is going on here? That, I, I, that must have been a strange situation if you were a Washington Senators fan. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. The Washington baseball tradition... There has been no, the, 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 the city of Washington has seen a grand total of one postseason series victory ever, ever. The 1924 World Series was won by the Washington Senators, the only World Series title in the history of the city of Washington. Now, that's the longest postseason drought when you really think about it. You look at every other franchise. Every other franchise has had a, I mean, the Orioles. Let's go down the line. Orioles, yep. Blue Jays, yep. Red Sox, yep. Yankees, yep. Rays, yep. Have won a, at least a postseason series in since the advent to the division series, all the, every team in the American League East. Indians, yep, right, 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 right down the line. All the way down the line. You've seen the only franchise, the only time the franchise, the Washington Nationals franchise ever won any postseason series was when they were called the Montreal Expos, and they won the National League East Divisional Series, is what it's called that year, the year of the strike. And they beat the Phillies, only to lose to the Dodgers in the heartbreaking league championship series. The Nationals haven't won a playoff series. And every other franchise, every other franchise, your Padres, your Rockies, every other franchise have won a postseason series. Every one of them. The Nationals have not. And the city of Washington has not had a, had since the... 1924 World Series, one in extra innings at the bottom and extra innings of Game 7. They lost Game 7 of the 1925 World Series. They lost the 1933 World Series to the New York Giants. Retribution for the 1924 Series. And that, my friends, is the extent of the Washington Senators uh, in the postseason, those three pennants. Now, the Nationals were, of course, one strike away from winning the 2012 Division Series over the Cardinals when they had one of the great epic meltdowns in the history of postseason baseball. Two years later, they lost an 18-inning game 
And their manager, Matt Williams, completely melted down in a potential elimination game. So the city of Washington has had no, no moment of a postseason series one since 1924. But then you take a look. When I, when I brought up some of the other cities, as I mentioned, there has been success. And that success has now been felt with Cleveland, with the, with the Cavaliers. But think about this for a second. The Washington Redskins won Super Bowl twenty-six in 1992. 1992. How many years ago was that? I mean, right now, we're in the year... I, I can't believe I have to use a calculator for this, but do you know what? I'm doing a podcast. I can't podcast and do subtraction in my head quickly. That was 24 years ago. 24 years ago, nearly a quarter of a century ago, use what I call the, the rule of seven, that you don't really start following a sports team. You don't really know the ins and the outs until you're seven years old. So let's take that. Let's expand that. So if you are 31 years old, let's even round it down. Let's say you're 30 years old or younger and a fan in the Washington, D.C. area, Okay. You have not experienced diddly squat in terms of one of your teams winning a championship. It's been a quarter of a century. You could be around for three decades and say, nope, my team's not won. Never experienced it. And not only that, I mean, the Redskins went on a, when I was a kid, the Redskins were one of the great football teams. And they... In, there was a 10-year span where they appeared in four Super Bowls, and they won three of them. Since then, they have won three playoff games total, the Redskins. And they've missed the playoffs in 18 of the next 24 games, uh, 24 years. In the last 24 years, they've, they've 18 of them, no postseason for the Redskins. Supposedly, the team for... Washington fans to cling to. Zero conference titles, never even on the brink of a Super Bowl. And in the last 10 years, they won one game in 2006, one playoff game in 2006, and guess what? That's it. In the last 10 years, they are one in four in their five playoff games. So there you go. That's in terms of football, that's what you got. One playoff win in 10 years. Let's go to the Caps. The Washington Capitals, a team with a tremendous amount of talent in hockey, a team that's never won the Stanley Cup. They've lost their only time they've ever played in the Stanley Cup. And despite having a tremendous amount of, of talent, over the last 10 years, they've never gotten out of the second round. Not once out of the second round. They were the top seed in 2010, and they were eliminated by the number eight seed. Year in and year out, I say, oh, this is the year the Caps are going to win, the year the Caps are going to win. And, you know, in one, two, three, and five times they got out of the first round, never out of the second, not in the last ten years. So, again, no conference finals, not even on the verge of anything. The Wizards, stupid name, they have, they have won pl three playoff series since they won the 1979 uh, 
Eastern Conference. They made back-to-back finals. They won one year. And since the 80s began, since the emergence of Bird and Magic, they have won three playoff series. Three. Three times they got out of the first round, including 2014-2015. No conference appearances, not even on the precipice. And the Nationals, who I just detailed, lost their two shots. So not only in the last uh, quarter century, if, you know, okay, I'll round it, I'll, let's say the quarter century. In the last quarter century, you had a Super Bowl victory, and since then, no team, forget a championship, even knocking on the door. If you are a Washington, D.C. fan, what exactly has been your great highlight? If you're a Washington fan who's 30 years old or younger, you haven't had diddly. You haven't even been teased. You haven't even been saying, oh, man, we're on the verge. Can we dream? Can we dream? Except for that one year, 1998. Yes, 98, the Caps lost the Stanley Cup final. But guess what? We're now in in 2016. Okay? That was 18 years ago. If you're 30 years old, you have that. Are you clinging to getting your butts whipped by the Detroit Red Wings in the Stanley Cup final in 1998? Quick, what was your favorite moment of that? I can't remember. And so you have the Nationals now. Now, the Cubs, of course, are the best team in terms of win-loss percentage, in the National League and in all of baseball. The Nats are beginning to run away with the National League East. And despite all the Papelbon controversy, Papelbon is gone, dumped, goodbye. Melanson's the new closer in town. You, have, you look up and you see a team that has some stars. Scherzer is a star. Strasburg is a star. You have one of the big faces of baseball in Bryce Harper, who is not having the year he had uh, last year, obviously, but is still, I mean, he's 23, for goodness sakes. You have Daniel Murphy, who I personally think is probably a bit of a jerk, but an unbelievably talented player. You have Wilson Ramos. You have a bunch of players who this would be the huge moment of their career. And for fans who want to see a new face of baseball, to be able to see Strasburg, to be able to see Harper win would be something else. And you also, as I brought up before, you have Dusty Baker, who is basically, whether or not you like him as a manager, good Lord, there are a lot of people who don't like Dusty Baker as a manager. But in this, his 21st season as a major league manager and clearly on the verge of bringing his team to the postseason, that to win a championship, to have him be coronated as a World Series winner, would probably put him in the Hall of Fame. It's a staggering thought for Giants and Cubs and Red fans who were driven crazy by his managerial tactics, but he would go to the Hall of Fame with a tremendous... Uh, one loss record and and taking teams to the playoffs. But you also have the history of Washington. You have the Walter Johnsons would be able to be brought back. You'd be able to bring back the thoughts of Sam Rice 
of Early Wynn, of Bucky Harris, of Goose Goslin, of Joe Cronin. You'd be able to bring back some of the memories of the great Negro League players who played for the Homestead Grays based in Washington, Cool Papa Bell, Josh Gibson, Buck Leonard, Cumberland Posey. And of course, you would have a link to Montreal. All the great players who played for the Expos, Gary Carter, Tim Raines, Warren Cromarte, Andre Dawson, Vladimir Guerrero. Think about all the greats who played in those teams that had wonderful talent. The 94 Expos who, were, who were, had their season taken away from them. That franchise would finally have a title. Washington, D.C. would have a, finally have a title, and there wouldn't be all these qualifiers. In terms of what was the last Washington championship? Well, there were the Senators who don't exist. They were, no, 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 the Nats. If you're a Washington fan who's 30 years old or younger, this Nationals championship in, it would mean, I don't know, would it mean as much as Cleveland? Uh, in a way, at least it would be similar to what we saw when Philadelphia won the World Series in 2008 when they hadn't seen a championship since 1983. It's almost exactly the same time frame when you stop and think about it. Unbelievable that that was already eight years ago. But the idea of a tortured fan base being relieved, of course the easy answer is the Cubs, but do you know what the easy answer isn't always the right answer? Think about what this would mean if you're a fan in Northern Virginia, if you're a fan in you know, Southern Maryland and not a Baltimore person, if you're living in D.C., if you're living in this surrounding area and you're pulled towards Washington teams and year in and year out you haven't had diddly squat. I'll go out, I'll say it. A Washington Nationals championship, to me, would mean more than a Cubs one. Is that fair? Does that even make sense? Does that make me sound cold-hearted, all the above, none of the above? I don't know the answer. I don't always know the answer. You have to give me some slack. But what I do know is this. I am always going to be partial and biased on this podcast. I've made that clear. What I want is a Red Sox-Giants World Series. That's what I want. Short of that, I want to see the Red Sox win the World Series. Short of that, I want to see the Giants win the World Series. Those are the three outcomes I want. Short of that, there are teams that I clearly would like to see win, and I've made no bones about it. I would like to see Pittsburgh win. I would like to see the Indians win. I would like to see the Rangers win. I would like to see the Mariners win. I wouldn't mind seeing the Blue Jays or the Orioles win, for that matter, for, you know, for Buck Showalter's sake. There are a lot of teams I wouldn't mind seeing win. Obviously, the insanity of the Marlins winning another title and this one getting rings for Don Mangley, Ichiro Suzuki, and Barry Bonds is kind of bananas. But do you know what? There is something kind of special, something about the Washington Nationals. How unlikely is a Washington World Series title? Well, back when they were the Senators... And the saying for the Nationals was, first in war, first in peace, and last in the American League. The idea of the Washington Nationals 
or the Washington uh, Senate, a Washington World Championship, was so absurd that they made a musical about it. That they made a musical which required the selling of one's soul to the devil to have Washington win a pennant. And do you know what? They haven't won one since that musical came out. That musical came out in the 50s. There hasn't been a Washington pennant since then. I'd like to see one. A title would be wonderful. And do you know what? It would relieve a lot, a lot of heartbreak and tortured fans. Cub fans may not like to hear it. I know Cub fan with an eight is not going to like to hear it, but do you know what? I'm right. I'm right. So, sorry Yankee fans, I root for your team today. Look what happens. Uh, go to MLBReports.com to see the up-to-date listings of Who Owns Baseball. Go to SullyBaseball.com, like me on Facebook, subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, Instagram. I'm everywhere. The music is by Ted Thacker and Patrick Kaliski. This has been the Sully Baseball Daily Podcast for the 17th day of August 2016. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. You've got to have heart, and you can call me Sully.